last week, we sent our high school youth to Village Creek to have a uh, youth camp. And I just wanted to encourage you guys today because I know the other week, the week before we went, we prayed as a church and just really lifted them up for God to meet these, these, these youth. And I want to tell you, and I'm going to turn it over to Jamie first, and we're just going to kind of share, and some of them are going to share some testimonies because let me tell you something, God is a God that answers prayers. Amen? Amen? And God met us, and he moved in an unbelievably powerful way. And I just want to exalt him and spend some time giving him praise. I'm just going to share one thing real quick, and then I'll turn it over to Jamie. Um, so hopefully I don't steal any of your, your thing. But uh, my brother, our brother Don called me up at way too early in the morning to, to tell me, because we, it, for those of you that remember, we had a huge snowstorm coming. And it was snowing from Thursday night, and it was supposed to go until 8 or 9 on Friday. Well, we were leaving at 3 on Friday. So it's a four-and-a-half-hour drive. We were just like, man, just, Lord, let the snow stop or move or do whatever. So I get a call at 6 o'clock in the morning, and Don's just, you can hear it in his voice, just tears of joy and excitement. And he says, have you watched the weather I was like, no, I'm still sleeping. <laughs> and I looked at my phone, and the snow stopped at 9 in the morning. Instead of 9 at night, he stopped the snow at 9 in the morning. Next thing is, is that there was wind and blowing snow. That stopped at noon. By the time we were ready to leave, all the roads were clear, and we had a clear path to Iowa. And we had all of you guys praying. Everybody at camp was praying for us. And I don't want to minimize that because we really, really needed a miracle to get out there because I didn't want to risk any of these guys' lives driving out there, especially with Jamie driving. So it was like, <laughs> so the thing, the thing is, is that I want to give him glory and honor and praise this morning because he deserves more than we could even share. So I want to turn it over to Jamie and then some of these youth are who were affected and just moved by God are going to share some testimonies as well. So we've got some pretty exciting stuff. So I'm going to turn it over to Jamie. Well, I talk about a one-two punch. First you steal my thunder and then you criticize my driving. <laughs> but I love you anyway, brother. Um, I just want to give a quick background. I think the important thing is you to hear from these guys. But um, as Adam said, God, God removed a major obstacle, and God often does that when he wants to do something special, right? I mean, Jesus talked about faith that moves mountains. Sometimes there's things that are in the way of us getting to some other place, and, I, and hopefully what you hear today is that some of these young people got to a different place in the Lord, and sometimes external things need to be removed, even weather, so we thank God for that. Um, just a little bit of context. The camp was a, obviously it's a really short, it's you get there Friday night, you're gone Sunday morning, so it happens really fast, but there were Basically, four sessions, um, Friday night, two on Saturday, and one Sunday morning. And, you know, the other part, I guess, of the testimony, Adam, is that we, Adam, was, Adam was giving his testimony. There was a main speaker who was sharing, uh, you know, different messages, but Adam was, was really giving his testimony in four parts as well. And so us getting there on time the first night was critical, and we literally got there right as they were starting the first session. In fact, Adam kind of walked in, and he was handed the mic. It was kind of funny, but... 
Um, but, it, but the Lord, the Lord knew, so the Lord had everything set up. Um, our brother, just, you know, we can really be blessed. Adam did a really, really good job. God really used him powerfully to share from the heart what God's done for him, right? Bringing him out of darkness into light, redemption, what that is, pulling us out of the bondage of sin and bringing us into the freedom that the Lord brings. And he brought that message forth, again, over four different sessions in a very profound way. And there's no doubt, I mean, I'll let him share some of it later, but kids were moved by that. And then, you know, there was, there was, there was worship, every one of these sessions, very engaged worship, no doubt. Um, and, and then obviously the word came through another brother who, who was a youth leader who came. Um, here's what struck me, and, and I think it, hopefully it ties in. That the first night, after Adam shared a very powerful part of his testimony, the, the, the other brother came forth, and his, his first text was out of Jeremiah. And if you know, Jeremiah as a prophet was a young man. And so here we are with young people. But, but two very profound truths, that may be basic but profound, were given, and that's out of the call of Jeremiah, where God told Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you or I called you as a prophet to the nations. And he, he spoke about the fact that God has formed us and God has called us. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't think enough of our youth hear that anymore. That's not assumed anymore to be heard, that you are, you are created of God in his, in his image with his worth and with his value, no matter what the circumstances are that surrounded, right, the pregnancy and the birth that you had. And secondly, that there's a God who with a living voice calls you, and he calls you to his service. He calls you to follow him. And, you know, that was so impacting to me. I knew I was there for me as well this weekend, and it was so good to get refreshed in that truth, such a basic truth, but we all need to be uh, reminded of it. Um, and so God did a lot of very, very profound things, I think, in these guys' lives uh, over it. We, we got some really special young people, I'll tell you. And I mean, whether the ones who went or the ones who didn't, I know several of them couldn't go, but it was really, really a blessing for me just to hang out with these guys, have fun, eat meals, and then watch the Lord work in their lives. What a blessing. And, and um, we have such a, it, it's so exciting to see God call up another generation to himself. The last part I'll just share before I turn it back is, you know, the last night, um, or Saturday night, um, the, the, you know, the Lord had really confirmed through the main speaker and Adam and, and, and others that there was to be a, a call, an opportunity to respond. And um, what was so neat about that night is, among other things, is that after there was a call to, to go forward and do some things, is just that there was a sense in which we need to stay in this place of worship. Now, you imagine, this is middle school and high school kids. There's all kinds of fun things to do in the gym and everywhere else on this beautiful campground. What was so profound to me is they actually dismissed those who wanted to be dismissed. Like, if you're in a good place, go ahead, go to the gym, have fun, go to the rec room, the game room, whatever. What was so exciting to me is I'd say only about 25% got up and left. Three-quarters of them, and I want to boast a little bit, all of this group here stayed and just sat there in the presence of the Lord for the remaining, I don't know how long, it was a while. It was a long time, just worship, prayer going on, ministry going on. That is exciting, guys. That is exciting. You know, we get excited over our young people doing great athletic things and getting scholarships. Let's get excited when they choose the presence of the Lord. So I just want to say I'm proud of all these guys. Again, whether you went or didn't go or some of the youth, if they're still out there, we are proud of you guys. We love you guys. Keep going forward. And church, let's keep praying for them. Let's keep encouraging them. 
we have such an opportunity to do that. And they're, what they deal with, they're dealing with some hard stuff. So, Adam. Thank you, brother. Um, one thing that I just want to add, too, is um, that response time. You know, we stayed for about, it, it had to be at least an hour um, of these kids just coming. And for those of you who have been to Village Creek to camp, it's, it's awesome. It's a magical place it is. It's really, can I say that, Pastor, magical? It's okay. Um, so so, so it's, it's, it really is. It's a great place. And we've been there, and you get the camp high where you're like, oh, my goodness, this is just so beautiful and so good. But let me tell you something about Saturday night. It was different. These kids were weeping, and God was convicting, and there was a brokenness. It wasn't this happy, uh, joy. it was happy and joyous, but it was first preceded by the conviction of sin in their life. The conviction that I serve a holy God and I need to surrender myself to him. And I'm going to share something with you is two of these kids on this platform got saved that night. And like I, like I told them, there is no greater miracle None. And this is why I'm so excited for today. We're going to hear from some of them as the Lord leads. And then for the baptisms, guys, this is what excites me so much. There is no greater thing. The greatest miracle that we can ever see is for a dead person to be raised from the dead, right? Well, that's exactly what happens when one sinner repents. And it's so glorious that the angels in heaven rejoice. So while they're rejoicing, as they share, let us rejoice with them. Who's first? Jonah. Hello. So I guess just a little bit of background first. Since I was young, always gone to church, really. Um, I guess you could say I'm like the majority of uh, teenagers who say that they're Christians, right? They go to church, but when you're there, you don't really care. You know, you kind of just go, you kind of want it to be over, you know, if I'm being honest. You go there and just kind of letting the time wind down. When's this hour going to be over? You know, um, it's kind of how it's, it's always been the majority of my life until probably like, you know, basically once camp happened, kind of changed, and I guess I'll talk about that. So, you know, first walking into camp, um, you know, you could just feel the atmosphere was different. You know, I was around people who, who cared, and, you know, it was, it was different. Um, and I guess when it really changed was, you know, that Saturday, that Saturday night, um, the speaker was up, and he was, he was saying that, Basically, um, when he was dismissed the people who wanted to go play games, he basically said, anyone who needs to stay here and talk, um, cheerleaders, go ahead and talk now. And I knew that I needed to stay there, and I needed to talk to someone. So um, basically, you know, what happened was I could just hear, you know, God calling me, you need to stay here, you need to talk about this, you have a problem. You know, so I was um, there that Saturday, and... Uh, Basically, what happened is that I knew I needed to talk to someone, and I, I was kind of too scared to. So, you know, I think, I think Adam realized that, and so he came up and talked to me. Um, and immediately, you know, what happened was I was just started talking. I mean, I just, I just broke down and started crying. I started crying, and I was like, I've really been running my whole life from God. You know, 
It was, it was never in my heart. I could say I was a Christian, but I really, was I really? You know, um, so that night I realized I need to turn my life around and center it more towards God. And that's really, I guess, what happened that night. So, um, past times, I've just, as kind of as Jonah said, I've just been at church, and you're just kind of sitting there, like, when is this time over? I want this to be over, and I never really, like, I would try to talk to God, you know, but, like, I didn't really want to, and so then I was really heartbroken, and a lot of stuff was happening in my life, and then I went to camp. And the whole thing changed February 10th that night. And I finally got saved. And this, this whole week, I was just. Um, and I was just, this whole week, I just had a big smile on my face. And I just had wonderful, wonderful people in my life that kept up with my life and was asking me if I was okay every night. And ever since I've been saved, like I've just had a biggest smile on my face, like I don't have to fake it anymore, so. So I don't have a huge story as to what happened, but I do have um, one thing that I wanna hit on, and that's answer prayers. Um, it's been on my heart to pray for um, these two that got saved for the past few months, actually, and I've had some friends that have been praying for them. Um, we kind of started, like, this little prayer group kind of thing. And um, the second that I heard that they had gotten saved, it just broke my heart because it was so exciting to see God work through something and work through the youth in our church um, and really just be alive and active in answering our prayers. So I just want to encourage you that if you're praying about something, if something's on your heart, God knows the desires of your heart, and um, he hears your prayers. Um, so before camp, um, I was struggling with sin. Um, going to Horlick High School has really changed my life. It showed me way much more um, of how corrupt our world is and how sad it is to see all these broken kids and being surrounded by so many of my friends who have divorced parents, have split families, going through so much stuff right now. It's, it was really hard for me to see. And I mean, they kept coming to me and I really had no one else to go to to, you know, share my sin, and, like, I was convicted at camp, and it was an amazing experience. When I was little, I used to go to church, and I used to feel the Holy Spirit every Sunday, and I lost that. I, I lost it, and it was an incredible experience to feel God back in my life, to feel the Holy Spirit. I was, it was incredible. <laughs> Um, Steven did a great job at dodgeball too, so he was our best player, but, uh, one thing, 
One thing, did somebody ha have something? Um, one thing that I wanted to share, though, too, guys, and, and we'll kind of end with this, is uh, this is no small feat, okay? These youth are facing things that we never faced before. The corruption of this world, the sin, man, it's terrible. But we have a faithful God. We have a God that pulls these kids, convicts these kids of their sin. Like I said, there was a brokenness there. And the thing that was amazing to me, I need you to understand this, that was amazing to me was I got a chance not only to minister to them, and Jamie got a chance to minister to them. The, the thing that amazed me was I got a chance to talk to other kids and the brokenness that is going on in these homes, Christian homes, We need to stand up. We need to actually stand up and be the hands and feet of Christ. Enough time. That's something that God convicted me of out there. Enough time sitting around. We have zero time for that anymore. These people are dying, and they need to know Christ. And that's our job. That's why we're here. And the second thing that he showed me, and I just want to leave you with this because it's super encouraging to me, is... When I, when I was kind of sharing like this and sharing to 70 youth or whatever it was, it's nerve-wracking, you know, but, but watching God move, seeing them weeping because of the things that he was convicting them of was unbelievable. It was unreal. And the thing that I want to let you guys know is that no matter what we're going through, Jesus is enough. He is more than enough. And these guys are living proof. And I just want us to just pre please just, just bow your heads with me and we're just going to pray for these youth. And we're going to pray, man, that God uses them in a mighty way. Amen? So let's pray. Oh, Lord, my God, you are more than able. Hallelujah, Lord, you are exalted on high. Father, you are so good. Father, you plucked this dead man into life, Father God, and you continue to do the same in our youth. Father, I pray that you bring just a knowledge and an understanding to these youth that the only way is through Christ Jesus. Father, I pray protection over them. I pray as they go that it wouldn't just be we come to church because my parents. I want them not to know what they believe. I want them to know why they believe it, Father. Lord, make it their salvation. Nothing transfers over, Father. It is their personal relationship. And I pray, God, right now that you would move in a mighty way. I pray, oh God, that you would just begin to start to heal the lives of these youth. Father, I pray where there is brokenness and where there is sin, oh God, I pray that you would move forward and that you would crush that sin, that you would break those chains that bind them, Father God, and let them no longer walk in the ways of the world, oh God. But I pray, Father, that you would move in might and power so that they may walk in righteousness, God. I pray for a faithful generation. 
Father, I pray that you would raise them up to be mighty warriors for you. The devil has no power over them because we serve the almighty, the powerful God. That is you, Abba, Father. And I pray right now that your hand of blessing, even in the midst of trials, would be upon them. I pray that when they go through heartache, hardship, whatever it is, Father God, I pray that they would lean into you, O oh God, and that they would trust that you are enough for their life. And Father, I pray lastly that you would bring, I don't assume on any one of their salvation, Father God, I don't assume on anybody's. I pray that you start conviction now, Father God. And I pray that you would get, let them be wonderfully saved, Father, that the angels may rejoice again for each and every one of these youth that comes to know you as their personal Savior. And Father, and then give them the light to live it out for the rest of their lives, Lord. Holy Spirit, hear our prayers, intercede on our behalf, and move in a mighty way. It is in Jesus Christ's precious name, through the power of your Spirit, that we pray to you, Abba, Father, and everyone said, amen.